Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, late night drives in the winter. Well, I'm talking about seasonal depression or just the general gist of winter in general, going over a couple of things today. Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. This is serious. I know. This really is the world's smallest violin. See? Just a, th- a few thoughts over this period of time, and we're all dealing with it. Uh, for those of us in the we- in the cold uh, of Britain, or whether you're in the parts of the US, or maybe you are in Europe, or any other place where it is, let's be honest, depressing at the moment in terms of weather. I was talking to my parents yesterday. You know, what's lovely is actually having that relationship where you both understand that you're both going through the same thing at the same time, and really struggling with just not enjoying the darkness like i embrace it when it comes down to my workouts like being in that mentality of it doesn't matter the conditions i will continue to grind it the fuck out and that's what i'm gonna do fucking get out there when you don't want to get out there get up when you don't want to get up push when you don't want to push when you want to take a nap get up and go just go you gotta go and you gotta force your mind you gotta steal your mind to do that everybody wants a magic pill it's a grind kids that's the best piece of advice embrace the grind but there's also the part of me that sat there and it's like it's five o'clock it is completely pitch black and i still haven't gone for a walk today this is not good (laughs) but there's also the mindset of learning what can help you keep going throughout that so there's the long term and then there's the short term. So let's start with the short term. For now, the best thing to do, I think, in terms of making the most out of this period of time is probably just thinking about what you can do when it comes down to where are you finding the weakest moments. So for me, I love the mornings. I've always been a morning person, so I struggle with evenings. So I have to make sure that I've found some sort of routine that's going to keep me happy during that period of time. I've actually found something about myself. I didn't realize this recently, but I'm kind of bored of video games. Like I would usually, um, if I was to go back, you know, I'm 28 now. If we were to go back when I was like 21, 22, I would love just filling that time up. Uh, on a Sunday evening when it is just pitch black, I've done everything I need to do for the day and then I would just fill that time up. And now I'm at a point in my life where I'm just kind of bored of it. There's no new stimulation when it comes down to it that I really truly enjoy. Maybe that's because I've got to the point where I'm too old for it maybe, but maybe I just need to find like the Nazi zombies that my dad found when he was like late 40s uh, and really enjoyed playing that game. So hopefully something like that will come out uh, again where I just find that love for video games again because I, I I think it's one of those pastimes that I really miss and I just think the video game industry is kind of dead right now. Um, but not to make a rant about video games, I think it's too late. Come on, dude, don't. It's already in motion. Well, put it out of motion. You pissed me off. Ah! Finding something that's going to fill that time. Obviously, I'm reading at the moment, but I, I find it very difficult to concentrate after I've, you know, for instance, today, putting in 12 miles on the road and, you know, doing it. And, and you know you're absolutely knackered both mentally and physically afterwards and so putting barriers in place you have to try and get any tasks that you have out of the way beforehand and most of the time for me it gets to the point where it's like Sunday afternoon 
where if I haven't recorded the podcast or if I haven't uh, done the task that I have, it's going to be a real uh, sort of, you know, (laughs) I'm begrudgingly doing it. Uh, Like all of us, finding difficulties in doing, for instance, ironing, you know, all of these basic bitch tasks that we dread to do. And let's be honest, if you are looking to enjoy those sort of things, fair play to you. You have my respect. I have never been that sort of person. It's like the equivalent of people who look at me and go, how does he do all this exercise? Truly, I enjoy it most of the time, so that's probably why. Uh, there's also a mentally ill part of me that's clearly kicks in when it comes down to going as hard as I go. Because yes, today, for instance, the weather was shit. It was, you know, kind of that spitty rain where you're like, we, if, if you're going to rain, just fucking rain already. If you're going to be dark and drizzly, at least give me some sort of just something to fight against. But no, it was just like grey, cloudy, and then also just meh, meh rain. And I was drenched, like, drenched in sweat by the end of it, but also drenched in just like that bitty rain. We were just like, oh, God. Stop being a bitch and come on. And it just, you know when you have one of those days where... It's it, the workout's not great, but it's not bad either. It's just meh, and it because I ran like an eight eight o two per minute mile pace, which is just very average for me. Like really, blech, like I should be really hitting on it on at this point in the running close to the London Marathon around a seven minute and, and forty pace, which I have been doing recently. Like last weekend, I hit seven forty one, I think, minute per mile pace. So it's not like I can't do it. It's just that days like today, where for some reason my body, even though I'd given it enough carbohydrates by giving it the night before, it just didn't want to turn up, which is a real annoyance uh, that that you can find in. But it's fighting against that that is the achievement and learning from it as well. So something that I make sure to do nowadays is I'm buying some sort of Lucozade or some sort of um, non-filling carbohydrates that I can utilize before going for these runs. And it's super useful for me to understand that you have to be really tapped into your um, like nutrition when it comes down to running as much as it is when you're running technique as well. And for me personally as well, over the years, this has only really kicked in, even though I've been running for closing in on nine years now, which is like mental to say. Damn, that's crazy. It's also crazy that I'm still learning. And once again, bringing it back to the title of this, it's like, if you, you're always going to have these winters. You're always going to have the dark times. And if you live in a sunny place like Australia or LA, or uh, I'm trying to think of somewhere else that's good, like Malaysia at the moment or somewhere in the South, fuck you, number one. Uh- <laughs> yes, what? What? You really want to know? Yes! No, I don't mean it really. But also, they'll have the opposite at the other time of the year. So when we've got summer, they'll have winter, and they'll have to do with what we're dealing with at the moment. It's just kind of the opposite. There's always, the grass is always greener on the other side sort of thing. And so it's very easy to just kind of be like, yeah, oh, yeah. My mum said this to me. She said, if I could pay to be out of the country in January and February, I would. And I thought to myself, I totally agree. And I've done it before, and it's amazing. But you're always going to, at some point, you're either, for majority of people, they're not going to be able to afford to do that. 
Neither can you and neither can I. It's lovely to talk about hypotheticals, but being able to do that every single year just isn't feasible. And there's also this mindset of you're going to be running away from your problems rather than addressing them. So how can you make the most of now rather than, you know, trying to be in a position where you're always dealing with the best times rather than the worst times? And so I thought to myself, well, I've dealt with this before. What was it like last year? What did I do to be able to focus in and really utilize the most amount of time in winter and i looked at my calendar i was like oh my god i did the exact same thing last year i had that moment where i was like oh winter man like that midpoint it's it's always when you hit february it's always when you hit february with that you get to that point where you've just had a fucking enough you had you're enough of the dark dark times you're enough of the fucking grind and just brimstone of just day after day same things because I'm trying to be good, trying to save money, like most people. I imagine you, the listener, are also trying to do the same thing post-Christmas, where you're like, right, I need to, you know, save up for holidays for this year. I need to make sure that I'm I'm being sensible. And and then at the same time, by doing so, you do less and you are also stuck in that routine of, oh fuck. <laughs> it's now February and I've just focused solely upon training. And I was talking to quite a few of my mates at the gym about this. Just saying, you know, everything's kind of revolved around training at the moment. Everything just bam, 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 day after day after day. And don't get me wrong, I love it because there's a part of me that just gets to release uh, all of my pent-up energy. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Because I'm very, just kind of an energetic person all the time. And so I can't utilize that energy when I'm sat at my uh, at my desk. It just isn't possible. You can, uh, I can utilize f- mental en- energy by problem solving, which is great. Another part of my brain being used. But at the same time, you, you know, there's, there's so many different parts of you that are going to be wanting to be used. And it's with the podcast... And when I'm writing or when I'm reading or when I'm trying to create a new YouTube video, it's creative. That's a creative part of me that, you know, a different part where I'm trying to think of new ideas and new ways to to come up with something fun that I would actually enjoy and actually rewatch, which is why I started doing um, the what I would class as like a a mini video essay that I did last time, which did really well, a thousand views on that video. Uh, that was called keep moving forward and I th- you know it's it's kind of crazy to think that just by experimenting with the podcast you can pick yourself up and be like right okay I need to put the work in as much as anything else I can't just be doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting the outcome to be different that is the literal definition of insanity did I ever tell you what the definition of insanity is did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? So I have to do different things. And this is why I talked about targeting your weaknesses in that podcast previously. It's like, what can I do to really understand what's going to make me better? And I've realized as well, I have to be so strict with myself when it comes down to, I can't allow, you know, to, to be flexible. I can't wake up. Like, for instance, if I wake up at nine on the weekends, that's it. The whole day is basically written off because 
all of my structure throughout the day. I'll know I'll go to the gym later. I know we'll, I will go and I will no longer, because it gets dark at five o'clock, I will no longer have the time to be able to go to a new place in the afternoon and try new things, which means that I'm going to have to make up something and therefore Saturday is just a write-off. And I don't want to waste time like that. Then there's the other Saturdays when you go see friends and you're just sat there and you love every minute of it. But every Saturday can't be like that. You can't constantly just be in that zone of going to see friends every single weekend. You need to have your own plans that are going to be able to challenge your own goals. And so I'm going to have to realize now that if I am going to do something like, for instance, go visit the beach, go down to the seaside, uh, I'm going to have to have a real plan of how to do it. Because otherwise, I just let it slip through my fingers and just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just do it another time. I'll do it next Saturday. And it's always that. You know, this is very similar to that mindset of what people go in when they want to get into fitness. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go into the next session or the next day. You you can't. And this is why I don't, I personally don't have rest days because if I was to just let myself slip, that would be it. You know, it would, it would constantly evolve into, it's just full downhill, my performance. This is why I'm, I'm loving my current training because I'm getting stronger, I am getting faster, I just have to be super particular with what I do. And that is difficult, it's very structured, and it requires a lot of taxing things that you have to do. You have to consistently find yourself, like be accountable for who you are. And if you can be accountable for who you are, then you can be really focused in on those goals. But video I'm releasing uh, as of recording today, and you'll it will be out already. It is it's called something along the lines. It will be the journey is the goal, and this idea is very much so what I'm trying to narrow in on. Is like it doesn't matter how many achievements or things you tick off the checklist, that doesn't bring you joy. It's actually the pursuit of that that is the true joy, and it brings it back to this mindset of. Okay, right. There is a there is a goals. Yes, I shall achieve them <laughs> like I always do. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> but I also have to remind myself that it's actually in the in the mindset of going after it in the first place and enjoying that process. Because as soon as it's done, it's done. And you feel nothing afterwards. Like I, I I'm I'm gonna be totally honest with you here. I felt the exact same way. I felt about crossing the finish line for the marathon last year as I did when I completed my degree. You just, you, you're just thinking to yourself, well, what's next? There is, there, there is no end. Like it, it brings back Goggins' thing of like, there is no end, friend. People go, man, why don't you ever smile? There's no fucking end, my friend. It is a constant cycle of life and is in enjoying those cycles and enjoying the, the process to get there. So what can you do to enjoy these things? One of my favorite things actually about like it getting really dark, uh, at, like five o'clock for instance, is putting on joggers and putting on winter stuff and putting the heating on in the evenings when it gets really cold and just enjoying that warmth and kind of, you know, comfort to, to some extent because a lot of what I do is discomfort. <laughs> so get, having that as a, a treat rather than a standard I think that's really important because if you allow yourself to be in the comfort zone all the time, it can be just as dangerous as being in the discomfort side all the time. 
and I think that a part of me is very chaotic. Like, I have to refresh my life every two years, otherwise I'm bored. And then there's also the part of me that's, ah, structure, cycle, keep, keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you'll get better and better and better. But there's also, if you allow yourself to have the same, you know, if the outcome is the same and you're doing the same thing, and it's not getting better, then you need to change. So there's very much a middle ground that I'm trying to find. I don't know about you personally. I think it would be helpful to know as well. I mean, if you have a, if, have the chance, drop a, a comment in the comment section about what you're trying to challenge yourself with, what goals are you trying to chase, but at the same time understand that by achieving them, it's not gonna bring you all the joy that it, you think it's gonna bring. Um, but creating things to look forward to is something that I really believe is important when it comes down to this time of year. You're at that beginning part. And I would say create something that's going to bring a big smile to your face or something that's going to tick off one of those life goals. Because there's always this, you know, you could do the same thing over and over again, again with holidays. You could go to the same places. You can, you know you're always going to enjoy it. If you're going to always enjoy it, then that's great. But if you want to also expand your horizons, I do like the idea of having one holiday where it's like, okay, standard. I know I'm going to love it. Go with that. Which for me this year will be going into France um, and Switzerland and, and just going to that period of period of the of Europe and really enjoying that part of the country. And then there's also for me i'm going to do that muay thai camp i talked about last time and it's i've never done anything like that before in my life but i know for a fact if i do something it looks challenging it looks interesting i don't know how my body's going to deal with the heat or the consistency or doing something completely different to weightlifting and running but it'll be fun to do and to, to give it a go and i think actually if i do enjoy it then i'll be able to take it into my current routine and join somewhere local but before i do that i want to give it a go in a professional area in somewhere that is somewhere i've never been before and somewhere that would be really interesting to see and it's a beautiful place as well and obviously a nice thing as well as getting a tan along the way and finding these things that you know you can look forward to can sometimes make you forget about today. You're always thinking, oh, I can't wait until then. I can't wait until then. And I had that mindset when I was younger is very much, I can't wait to get out of school. I can't wait to finish this degree or I can't wait to get out of this situation because it's tough right now. And you lose a lot of time by doing that. I, as soon as I stopped doing that and as soon as I started focusing and I, I've realized this, as soon as I'm on my own and I... I'm in my own space like I was back in 2018 or when I was in 20, uh, last year in 2023 and in 2022 and, you know, to some extent in 2020 as well as 2021 during lockdown, it, it, that was a much more introspective year and, and very difficult to, to, to get, get out of. You know, I think for most people, they were in what I'm describing right now, that structure of consistency and it drove quite a few people mad and it made me laugh because like I always I always think to myself but that's just my standard life I always thought that's what most people's lives is is it a cycle of uh you know this normality you don't see people every single day and because we've started working remotely as well it is very much a common thing now for for people to talk less and less in person but should it be normal? I don't know. With stuff like the AI headset 
that's come out from Apple. I, I say AI headset. It's not really an AI headset. It's a spatial, a computational space, a spatial computing system, where you put on the goggles and you are able to interact with the real world and the metaverse, shall we call it, at the same time, which is fascinating because it shows this new you know, future of technology, but it's also terrifying because I think it's bad enough as it is this remoteness of humanity. And we saw it in, uh, you know, the pandemic. People get really, they really struggle. And this is why I find winter to be very similar to that mindset of, you know, you will find it gets darker, you know. And one of my favorite things to do when it does get that like that on Saturday, I just went for a drive. I just went for a, you know, 30 to 40 minute drive, put some, you know, great music on that's going to bring me a, a, a joy. And I'm, you know, feeling the drive, the car and driving at 60 miles an hour. really enjoying just the drive itself i wasn't going anywhere in particular i was finding some really nice roads and because my uh car has um speed camera detection <laughs> i don't know i know i can cruise at that 60 mile an hour zone and and know i'm going to be totally fine i love this uh feature on the car as well is that i can lock it in at 60 so i never have to worry about the speed limit so I can always just lock it in at 70 or lock it in at 60 or lock it in at, at 30 or 40. And that's just so useful, you know. This just option to not have to worry. You just leave it on that 30 if you're in a 30 zone or a 40 in a 40 zone. And you know you're always going to have the ability to, to pull it down, slow it down and just cruising, just enjoying the drive, which is something that brings me back to my childhood of very much of traveling um, and looking out the window, looking at the, your surroundings, and really enjoying the drive itself. Anything happens in that five minutes and I'm yours, no matter what. Anything a minute either side of that and you're on your own. I don't sit in while you're running it down. I don't carry a gun. I drive. Which is kind of a nice metaphor for what you know, I'm talking about here is it's not necessarily the destination that you enjoy. And it's very much reminds me of when I was in Japan last year in October. I loved going on the train to places. I loved the journey itself, the countryside rolling past me as I saw it. The beautiful and one of my favorite uh, journeys. There's two, actually. So there's the one from Hiroshima back to Tokyo on the bullet train. Just wow. Just so gorgeous like the route they've made there to do that and to make it like a, a three to four hour train ride when if you were to do it in the uk it would take probably around 12 hours is incredible number one but also to see the the countryside roll past you is it's just it's something else and then there's also going from a, a short train journey that we did on this really uh old school train in in, in from tokyo to kamamura the beach and we went through like literal houses, like the, the, the train went through houses and you arrived at the ocean and you saw the ocean on the right hand side as you arrived in at the station. It's just, those moments live with you forever. And if I wasn't, if I was on my phone for instance, or if I was listening to an audiobook, if I was listening to music, or if I wasn't truly focusing, then I would have lost that moment and I wouldn't have those memories. And 
and I genuinely believe that sometimes it's really good to disconnect from everything. Goggins really does put it well where he says, I don't think people are used to just sitting by themselves in silence or without any sort of technology whatsoever and just being there in that moment. And it brings up me listening to Jocko podcast number 523, I think, or 400, no, 423, sorry. He's not done 500 yet. (laughs) And he talks about this show called Alone and how the reason why people quit it's not because they're lacking food, it's not because they don't have shelter, it's because they mentally can't deal with it. And they mentally can't deal with that isolation. And for me, if I'm truly struggling, then actually the easiest thing for me to do is actually just call up a family and friend and just have a chat. And you just, as soon as you get out of that chat, you're like, I'm refreshed now, I'm back to myself, I'm normal. I feel alive, I feel good, I feel positive. And I think this is why relationships, if you can keep them in the pocket of life where you're both getting something out of it, you're both, obviously you're enjoying each other's company, you're not absolutely exhausted from talking to the person afterwards, like that's always a good sign, is that if you're still, if you're more energetic on the way out, I mean, one of my friends, and Jordan Green, if you're listening to this right now, you are that person where I would go visit you and I would be just like happy-go-lucky afterwards. Like I never have, a. every time I visit that guy, literally never have a bad feeling afterwards. Whether he feels the same way as me is another question. <laughs> that fucking bastard sapping all my energy up and feeling good afterwards. How dare he? That bastard. Um, <laughs> uh, there's there's also um, friends as well who I love visiting on, a, you know, as much as I can when I can or talking to. And you just feel like time hasn't passed as well. One of my oldest friends, Alex Young, very much similar where I will have a conversation with him. It's as if we haven't, like, it'll be three months and we haven't spoken and we'll have a phone call and it's like, no time has passed whatsoever. Like, it, it doesn't matter the time. Like, there's no no problems whatsoever. He's always just in that in that phone call. So there's if you've got people like that in your life, there's never a moment in life where you ever have to worry about being isolated or being on your own because you always know you can rely on those people to be there for you. They're always gonna they're always gonna be around and you need to make the most of that. I mean, I'm in my late 20s now. I'm trying to make the most of it as I can, visit people when I can, try and be as, you know, full of life as I can in these moments because I want to I want people to feel good. I don't want to people to feel negative. I want to I'm going to say yes to things that I believe are going to leave me with a positive mindset afterwards. I'm not going to say yes to stuff that I know for a fact I'm really going to struggle with anymore. And I used to be that person when I was younger. Say yes to everything. Say yes, 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 yes. And there's a positive thing where you get exposed to new things in life, but there's also a negative thing where you're giving up your time and you may be in a place you really don't want to be in and you have to just sit in it. And I'm tired of doing that. Uh, I am now in the point of my life where I can make those decisions and again bringing it back to green books I finally sorry green lights I've finished the audio book as well from Matthew McConaughey's green lights as well all right all right all right and I just felt so positive again finishing it and him talking about how in his 20s and 30s it was about filtering the things that he knew was was him 
was all about him, was 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 going to make him feel good. And it was in his 40s that he was in his prime time, which is really reflected by his films as well. Like when he was in his 40s, his films are just insane. Like they are so good one after another. Dallas Buyers Club, a True Detective, um, the, oh God, the Christopher Nolan film that I'm going to have to look up now because I cannot remember it for the life of me. Uh, it begins in, it's not Inception, it's, oh God. It, the meme of him crying in that film is all, everywhere as well. And it's it's going to take me a second to look it up. So Matthew McConaughey and it's uh, Interstellar, of course it is. How did I forget Interstellar? That is embarrassing that I do not know that. But there's also, um, he did a couple of really good ones in that period of time. And it, it clearly it's a reflection of who he was at the time as well, being just on top of it. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street as well. I totally forgot about that. He did that brilliant little bit part in the film as well. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, you can tell. You can tell. And I want to be like that. I want to be in my 40s and I want to know exactly who I am, know exactly what I'm about, and to feel like you don't need to be different for other people. You know, you can just be who you are, which is something that I'm trying to do at the moment. Uh, when it comes down to dating, is just not filtering myself. I could I do that a lot where I'm thinking to myself, oh, I better not, you know, show truly who I am. Otherwise, the person will go away and be like, yeah, what a nutcase. But they're going to be like that anyway because I am a nutcase. <laughs> like I'm talking to myself in a fucking microphone for a podcast for entertainment. Like it is crazy. It's like the 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 radio that nobody <laughs> listens to. Oh dear. But I also do crazy stuff like traveling the world um, solo and things that most people probably wouldn't find to be normality. And that's fine. Like, that's who I am. But it is all right, all right, all right with me. <laughs> and I don't care what. Um, oh, was it? Oh, God. Cody and oh, I forgot the other gentleman's name taking the piss out of Matthew McConaughey all the time, which is fair enough. Like he doesn't help himself sometimes, but sometimes you also have to realize that most people in life don't care. And being the person who's taking the piss out of somebody for trying to be uh, an influential and helpful person is probably, you know, kind of sad. And it, I, that's something that I've seen on YouTube recently is there'll be channels that really are just there to utilize someone else's name as a way to be able to get views and to be able to stand on their shoulders to some extent, which is really sad. And I hope that you, the listener or the viewer, are not um, doing that because it's negativity and negativity breeds negativity unless it's funny unless it's a piss take and it's like bill burr taking the piss out of of joe rogan for wearing a a little rascal's hat (laughs) or you know your friends because my favorite thing in my job is my friday meetings where for instance this friday i got taken i got ripped into like literally for no reason apparently whatsoever like uh, one of my friends took a screenshot of me and like my chin had got pixelated somehow and i got roasted in that chat and i laughed at it it was hilarious i appreciate it it's like the equivalent of watching instagram comments i think it's fucking hilarious if you have the ability to laugh at yourself 
uh, and to be part of it because you've got to be able to take as much as you can give in this life and if you can't laugh at what you you know someone else ripping into you don't bother ripping into somebody else because it's gonna be like that so maybe it you know what would be hilarious actually is if these commentators on other people's channels or if comedians who take the piss out of other people's uh, stuff were to have the other way around done to them and to see their reaction and to see what would happen i would love to be a part of that one day and not necessarily a roast but just to see the 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 sort of positions change because you truly see who someone is when you you know give them a taste of their own medicine to some extent because if they don't uh, then you can see that they're a little bit little bit insecure little bit insecure <laughs> oh my god so but you know that's this is coming from mr judgment man himself uh, you know i it's it's clearly a family trait to stand on my high horse and be like i can judge thou from from up here in these high clouds <laughs> oh dear but leaving it on a really positive note i could leave you with two things one are you meditating can you be in the silence can you be in that moment of of isolation in this tough winter time? The late night drives as well. Are you doing those? Are you having a little bit of fun? Are you enjoying these periods? But also watch the movie Another Round with Mads Mikkelsen. Because I think it's a perfect depiction of what I've just described. Going through life in the site, the consistent same thing over and over and over again and allowing it to get stale without any changes whatsoever. And I would say that the alcohol in involved in it is actually a very good metaphor for what you have to add to your life sometimes. You have to spice it up. Now, does that mean getting rid of, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater of your life? No, it means just adding little changes here and there and enjoying certain things. And I think the perfect way to end this podcast is actually the song at the end of that film what? Bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me.